Bush and Richie here with your uh, daily takeaway. Thanks once again for uh, dropping by. Just a little bit of actually um, uh, show admin before before we get started today. Uh-huh. Um, back end of last week, you said to me that uh, your other half, Katie, uh, Katie uh-huh. had kindly picked up for me oh, yeah. a, a white chocolate cream egg. Oh, yes. And you were going to bring it in for me to try. Um, it is now Tuesday the 21st. <laughs> Not and, that you're, not and, you're counting. And not that I'm counting. And it's a lovely gesture by Katie. What's happened? Do you, Has someone else eaten it? Why, why have I not got this yet? I feel really bad. Four I meant, days on. I meant to bring it in on Friday. Then, then I meant to bring it to the car boot sale. I've forgotten. I've yeah. forgotten to bring it every single day. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I have been doing, right? Yeah. I've gone to our snack box each evening. When I, when I, when I get in, I always make us a, a cup of tea. Yeah. And we all have a little chocolate biscuit with it. Yeah. And I've gone to pick up that, you know, that white chocolate uh, egg. egg each yeah, time yeah. and I've thought to myself no that's Richie's and I've, and I've kept it there I'll tell you what how about tonight uh-huh. when you get in go and pick up that white cream egg think to yourself no that's Richie's, Richie's and then walk with it to your bag that you've just come back with put it in there for tomorrow it's like that is it <laughs> undercurrent of menace for that you'll get your egg tomorrow mate you'll get your egg this is the daily takeaway so look, I did the school run, then the big shop this morning. Had quite a glamorous morning, but I've discovered something on the big shop that has literally changed my life. Big barcodes. <laughs> I've never seen them before. Big barcodes, man. It's an absolute game changer. So I went to Aldi and I was doing the self-scan thing. I always get quite um, like a bit of like a nervously het up when I've got a queue and I'm yep. doing self-scanning. And you know what it's like when you've got to swipe it across the little laser beam thing? Loads of times it won't find it. Or if you've got like a block of cheese, you have to flatten it out, stretch it to get the thing to go beep yep. so you can put it in your in your trolley or whatever. Uh, they've started doing this thing now. Now, I don't, don't know whether it's just Audi or everyone else is doing it, but rather than just having little tiny barcodes, yep. they've got massive barcodes. Like half the back of this, like, tin of chickpeas is just all barcode. You can't yep. move for barcodes. It's, it's a game changer. Do you remember, you bet, back in the 90s, uh, classic Saturday Night TV, I feel like uh, it would have been a you bet challenge to take a food product and be able to say, I know where the barcode is on that, because that's what the problem with yeah, scanning yeah, is, with your typical. conventional barcode. You pick up your cereal box, been thinking, right, is this on the side? Is this on the bottom? So they do this craftily on the top. If you've got your big barcode, you can't miss the thing. You can't miss the thing. So what would have taken me normally fumbling around, mucking about ages to do to do the scanning of the shop in this morning, I was like, you know, like someone was like a pro, a pro person who works on the checkout. Like, beam, beam, left, right. It's almost like doing Mr. Maggie, wax on, wax off. Just put these things just flying through. And I was with, with Stella, our one-year-old. She can't speak or anything, but I think she was impressed. Looking even, in marvel. Even though she didn't really know what was going on. Uh, there's a few people who are dobbing me into Dave Berry on The Breakfast Show about cool badge stuff. All I will say at this point is, and I mean this, snitches get stitches. <laughs> and that's a little Latin motto for this show, so you want to just work with that. But Paul says it's an amazing thing, especially when you're doing the Aldi shuffle. They fire them through the tills. So yeah. if it's me, just a layman doing scanning, that's one thing. Yeah. But I don't even know what it's like to have a pro you know, checkout person do it. They must go at, like, lightning speed. You'd then have to have a pro packer at the other end of things because, I mean, how are you then even keeping up with putting the stuff in the bag? Well, I, th- I think in Aldi, though, they almost want to put the sweats on you by saying, I'm going to scan this for 100 miles an hour. What you can do about it, mate? <laughs> Dave says it's like a midfield genius. If you don't notice them, you're not seeing the game. Pay attention to them and you see what they do for the team. Very good point there, Dave. <laughs> Although, 
A uh, bit of cautioning from Alison. He says, guys, that's all well and good for the customer, but as a retail employee, fitting our reduced labels over the barcode is now a challenge. The slightest bit showing, you know it, the till it will pick up and wrongly charge the customer. Hashtag retail jobs. And I wouldn't want anything to get in the way with the whoops section, which I'm a <laughs> frequenter of as well. So I'm a little bit conflicted here. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I don't think there is a single area of life where bigger isn't better. Yeah, bigger yeah, yeah, big normally is better, isn't I'm going to annoy a lot of the motoring community here, but I used to have a Mini Countryman, uh-huh. and the, the the Fat Mini is way better than the original Tiny one. But they, they, it crept up, didn't it? Because you don't it even realise how, how big the Mini had got out of control when it's, you pull up next to someone who's still got a Mini from the old days. <laughs> exactly. It's like half a car. It's, it's as if you've eaten it. Yes. So, yeah, bigger is better it's in like every way. John Cleese in Clockwise going past you there. <laughs> so, what in life... Is better bigger? Yes. We understand that obviously there's going to be... We're looking at 30% unruly text on this, which is fine. It is fine, but your your unruly ones aren't going to red out, all right? They're not going to get red out, so you're wasting your own time. Right, you see how it goes over the next hour. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, get involved with the show. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, one exception to this rule, I would say, in terms of things being better when bigger, is them people who ride around with uh, incredibly big tyres on their bicycles. <laughs> what is all that about? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't even know what that is. Uh, somebody's suggesting here on this tweet about something that would be better bigger, and that is Lego. Keep the variety of the bricks, yeah. but make them all supersized. You could build ha- uh, houses and cars and all sorts of other stuff. Construct little villages, that Great kind idea. of thing. Hey, we've got Sarah on the line. Sarah, what, in your opinion, is better when bigger? Cinema seats. Wow, so are you, are you looking at, like, how cinema seats used to be back in, like, the 80s, those old-fashioned red flappy ones, to how they are now yep. in, say, an everyman cinema thing, which is, like, they're kind of huge? Yeah. More leg room, you know, you can lean back. I could, there were nothing worse than going to the cinema back in the day when you got the leg cramp and things and you were always shifting around, so, yeah. That's a good point. Do you know what? As well, I like I like the fact that cinema seats have now got a bit of height to them as well. Yeah, going proper sleep during a kids' it's, film. It's as if you were like in a rally car and you've now yeah. got a headrest. I used to hate being in the cinema and like the seat ended at your shoulders and you like if you're bored, your head's just sort of, I've got to keep my head up. But when you you know they've got like um, like cup holders now. Uh, yeah. Is that like uh, you, do you go left or right with that? If you what is your natural cup holder if you're looking left or right when you when you're going to put your your Cup right. of coke. On oh, the right. right, definitely. Is it? I thought it might yeah, be left. Right. You think right? Right, yeah. I'm, I'm right-handed, so yeah, right. But I'm right right-handed, and I'd go, I'd go drink on the left. No, it's hundred percent on the right. Is it? But what about the the far left seat in a row? Then that's what you've got. What have you got? Two um, two cup holders? Then have you? No, I don't think they have one. If you look, they don't have one. Really? No, it's definitely the right-hand side for the cup. It goes back to the days of the knights and the swords. Really? Yes. Are you making Why? stuff up as you go along this evening, no, Richie? No, not at all. No, uh, because you you kept your right hand to draw the sword out of your left-hand side, so that that is why things are predominantly right-handed. And this is why we don't go to the cinema together. Dave from Croydon says, that's why we shake hands with the right hand, so when you passed another horseman on the path, he could see you didn't have your sword in your hand. Like I said, there you go. This is this is getting weirder and weirder, this. What's going on? <laughs> look, you could look at it another way and say it's not weird and we're just educating people. It's demonstrating people how highbrow this show is. Well, I, I, I mean, apparently, we've talked about this before, apparently you salute is uh, the olden days knights lifting their visor. Exactly. Dudley says, Afternoon, lads. Us lefties have the Romans to thank for a lot of the nonsense surrounding left-handedness. The Latin for left is sinistra, which gave us sinister, and the rest, of course, is history. It's been an educational show. Hasn't it? <laughs> but we're still on the subject of what is better, bigger. Uh, Debs, what are you offering? Big bath towels. 
the softer the better, especially when they've come out of the tumble dryer nice and warm. Okay, so like you know when you go to a hotel and they've got a bath towel that you could roll maybe four or five times over on if you if you wanted to, and you'd still be on the bath towel itself. Do you know what I mean? That's the one. Yeah. Egyptian cotton. That's uh, that's oh. also the holy grail. I'd have to say. Although some, sometimes I quite like you know when you get like a small towel, right? A little small portable towel. I, I've brought a couple of them in before when I've I've, I've had I've had a moment. I've had to have a shower at work. Nothing's happened, <laughs> but I just haven't had time to get changed properly. And I quite like taking a little towel with me, little tiny special towel, you know what I mean? little special towel? No, I've, uh, well, I've got my hair towel and a big, massive bath sheet. That's my uh, core thing. Bath sheet? I've never heard it called that before. That's, that's the next level. <laughs> yeah. I, thinking about it, actually, obviously, because a lot of people, they'll get in during the show and they might, like, you know, have a bath, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Here's a market for our next bit of merchandise, a branded Bush and Ritchie towel with our faces on it. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be like the shroud, awesome. of, shroud of Turin. Yeah. Would you do? Would you want one of them, Debs? Yeah, I would. Is that my uh, winning <laughs> prize? Hey, hey <laughs> you, don't get, well, you get prizes for coming on this show now. <laughs> yeah. You've heard how this goes. We haven't. We haven't made that towel yet. Uh, but we'll put it to our boss in the next meeting, just uh, for him to say no. <laughs> Love it. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Do you know what? First hour of the show, they really behaved. They really behaved. We were, ask, good. we were asking the question, what is better, bigger? And you could have misbehaved and you didn't. So well done. We were thinking 30% naughty, can't read out text. Yeah. I'd say probably like 2%. No, so it's good. So let's continue in that vein with, with the next question. Is there something that you love to do alone? We're really fishing for them tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Which is just like a test. How well can you behave? <laughs> I asked this question because, do you remember yesterday we finished the show and uh, we mentioned in passing uh, that I was going to go and meet my fireman friend James for a drink you, after the show. Your big strapping fireman fella. Yeah. <laughs> The size is nothing to no, do no, with it whatsoever. But he's he is, a big guy. Yeah. Big guy dwarfs me. Um, and you disappear um, when you cuddle into him. <laughs> into his armpit. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, anyway, aside from all of that, he turned up late because the bus didn't turn up. So I arrive at the pub on time. Uh-huh. He's messaged me saying I'm going to be about twenty minutes, mate, because my bus hasn't turned up. So suddenly you're in the pub on your own. Everyone looking at you, thinking as his date stood him up. <laughs> well, he had <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? So I bought the two pints because I kind of thought, okay, one for me, one for him, he'll turn up eventually. Okay, and that is saying to everyone else, I've either got someone coming or (laughs) I'm having a big old night tonight. Exactly, because you know in the pub that people are, they're looking at you thinking, what's his story? What's their story? Why is he on his own? Two Guinnesses, he must be waiting for somebody. Or he's hard as nails. (laughs) (laughs) And then they see the size of me and think, no, they're not, he's waiting for a farmer to turn up. (laughs) So anyway, there I am. So I thought, right, okay, first thing I'll do, I'll get the two two drinks, so one for when he's he's ready. And then I think, well, what am I going to do now? I've got 20 minutes. I can't order food because mine will come before his. We're going to eat together. It was lovely, meet, lovely evening planned. Yeah. So then I got my headphones out and I went on to Duolingo for 20 minutes in the corner of the pub with a Guinness. Well, just sitting there saying Italian words out loud. <laughs> sitting there, uh, just <laughs> listening to things and every now and then saying a sentence in Italian like, the bear is in the woods and he is green. And it's just like... But, and how did it make you feel, though? Was it, was it a nice, relaxing evening? It was brilliant. Yeah. And he, you know, James turned up in the end. I wasn't completely stood up. But that 20 minutes in the pub on my own... To begin with, you're thinking, this is going to be horrible. It turned out to be great. I loved it. When I, when I was in my early teens, my dad used to... Go, I couldn't understand why, but he used to go off to the pub on his own in the evenings, mm-hmm. take it like a newspaper with yeah. him or a book. And I, was, I always used to think at the time, well, that's really weird. But when you get to a certain age, you think, I'd, I'd kill for 10 minutes, 20 minutes like that. Duolingo, a couple of pints. to the full term, doesn't it? Public house. Yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. Come on in, sit yeah. down on our... They've also, pubs got more comfy chairs than my lounge. Well, I tell you one other thing as well. I've always felt really bad for judging. And you might have done this yourself if you're listening right now, but you, you need to go 
on holiday and you see someone on holiday on their own, yeah. you always think, what's the story? Yes. Has there been a drama and the other person hasn't turned yes. up? But I'm, I hugely respect people who, who, who are gutsy enough to go abroad on their own. I'd go as far as saying they're living the dream. They are living the dream. Jealous. <laughs> I love this tweet from John. This is what I should have done. Should have pretended I was doing this. In the army, we used to run courses where trainees had to practice meeting and debriefing agents in a pub. I had to monitor the transaction. Uh, I used to love just sitting there, people watching, and making notes. Monitoring transactions. Monitoring transactions and the agents and the debriefing. Well, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a board game fan. I love playing board yeah. games. And I think a lot of it is down to the fact that my brain is like a box of frogs and I need to just calm it down in the evenings. You're harsh on yourself. Oh, you wouldn't imagine that, would you? No, I wouldn't. But there are loads of games. And, and I think particularly during lockdown, there's been a real um, like explosion of solitaire games. Games where you, yeah. you don't have to have... Because it's quite hard to get three or four people together to play a game. Do you know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah. Some people don't want to do it and we're looking at their phone. So there are loads of brilliant solitaire games and I think that's a great way to, to chill and relax in the evenings as well. So that's another thing you can do on your own. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The weird thing is with Duolingo, are you staring at the screen or are you like staring into the distance? Or, um, Joey, what are you doing? Staring at the screen. Okay. So, <laughs> but are you supposed to say it out loud along with the, the Italian? Yeah, which is what I'm doing. Is that not a little bit that bit weird? I mean, it might have been weird to other people that were around, just me sat there with my Guinness on my own and every now and then just talking in Italian. Just like saying names of pasta out loud. <laughs> Until your you, you help has come to get you out of there. Uh, Rosie and Wigan says, Bush and Ritchie, cinema on your own is fantastic. No complaints, no compromise about the choice of film. Just me and a huge bag of sweets. It's an easy sell, that one. Very it's easy sell. Fair play. Uh, Kim, what are you doing on your own? Um, going to the pub. <laughs> going to the pub like Ritchie. Do you have your yes. headphones in and do Duolingo with a couple of pints of Guinness? Yeah, I'm just sit in the corner and watch the football and I mean, nobody who knows you. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just be yourself. I love yeah. that. Just Not going yet, down the pub for the footy on your own. Awesome. So do you wear your football shirt and everything, Kim, when you go down and watch the footy on your own? Yeah, it's normally on the side I've been back, when I've been to watch the Rovers come back from the football. Uh, all right, let's so have a guess. Which Rovers is she watching here? It's the, from the sound of the voice, it's got to be Blackburn. Yeah. Yes. yes. Can't be Bristol. I was going to say Bristol, but it can't be Bristol. <laughs> Yeah, then I went to Tenerife on my own after work in America. It was the best thing. Best thing I could, I could ever advise anyone to do. So this could be the next thing for Richie. Start off at just putting your toe in the water, a bit yeah. of solo pub. Next thing you know, you're in Tenerife oh, yeah. on a holiday package holiday <laughs> oh, on your own. Yeah. With a Guinness yeah. during Duolingo. Yeah. <laughs> best time of your life. You don't have to argue with anybody what you want to do at night time. You can do what you want. Uh, Dan is in Epsom, says, I like to listen to the bath running on my own. But it's weird, because he's from Epsom, which is the home of the Epsom bath salt. <laughs> Maybe it is ingrained in the area around there. Good use of ingrained. Uh, Daryl's <laughs> hanging on. What do you like to do then, Daryl? I like to go on holiday abroad on my motorbike, touring around Europe, camping. And um, I've been two or three times now. Last year I went to Romania to tour the Transylvanian Alps. And wow. I went to um, went and had a look at Dracula's castle and... And then I, uh, from Romania, I went across to Bosnia and Croatia and all around there. Wow. And uh, I had a month touring, touring all around Eastern Europe. So, which is an amazing thing. And we are just saying earlier on, we hugely respect people who are kind of brave enough to go and do yeah. the holiday on their own thing. So are you literally not, it's just you and your Todd? or you, have you, Do you make friends yeah. with other bikers or are you just you on your own? Just me on my own, yeah. Um, I mean, you do meet lots of, you meet other bikers and you meet lots of other people. I mean... When I was going through Belgium, I met this biker and uh, I ended up staying at his house the night with him and his wife and they cooked me a meal. And, oh, I. And then when it, was, 
when I was in Bosnia, I met, uh, met a family there and I was there for a week in Bosnia and I ended up um, teaching the daughter some English, like, you know, and uh, it was great, yeah. I reckon I could slip into biking. wonder where you're going with that for a second. <laughs> very easily. Very, it would be a very slippery slope. Yeah. Most, most cycling is the best way to do it because you kind of feel like you're outdoors and you can see so much more and you're part of it. Like you know, so <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't mind me asking, how, how sore was your, your backside at the end of a month? <laughs> no, no problem at all. I got really? a Triumph Tiger and it was very comfy. Um, and I, I think I did about 6,000 miles in a month. So yeah, it was great. Amazing! Wow. This is this is the this is the high watermark now. This is the standard for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. That's right, folks. Toasty Tuesday. Been looking forward to this since we had Hugh Jackman on the show last night. What what a lovely chap he was. He was lovely. You hear the full chat on our Daily Takeaway podcast right now. Uh, but he imparted some wisdom to us. He suggested a toasty that we could do tonight on the show. Here's Hugh telling us all about it on the show last night. Cheese and chutney. Cheese and chutney. Don't, don't get fancy with your toasted sandwich. Okay. Keep it basic. It's got to be a good cheddar, ta- like tangy, like strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a little bit of chutney. So he was very, very kind of direct, Hugh, about it being a simple toasted sandwich, but with two key ingredients. And when it's simple, and when there's two uh, two key ingredients, very difficult to get it wrong. Very difficult to get it wrong. However, <laughs> our much-beloved producer, Adem, will always find a way. He does find a way. Um, so let's, let's focus on the positive first. Accentuate yeah. the positive. He's got this bit right. Extra mature cheddar. Uh, the, uh, the 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 flavour guide at the bottom says strength six, strong, tangy, and Moorish. Two of the three words there. Exactly, exactly what, what Hugh, Hugh says. So there we go. Brilliant. One out of one. Do I get a clap? No. No. Because you also bought mango chutney. Now, mango so- chutney is the stuff you have <laughs> if you go to an Indian restaurant. It's yeah. it's not the chutney that Hugh was talking about. I don't think it is. I don't. I really don't think it is. Now, I agree with you. This is the wrong one that Adem has bought. Yeah, because the weird thing is there's loads of chutneys out there like yeah. that you get with like cheese and crackers, but you wouldn't put mango chutney on that, no, would you? you? That's no. what Hugh was talking about, those kind of chutneys. No. He's got the wrong chutney. However, however, I'm going to launch a case for the defence. Right. It does say on this jar here, perfect to accompany curries, as we've said. As you can hear. But also to add zing to sandwiches. That's not what Hugh intended. It might not what be what Hugh intended, but I've got a feeling this could also still be rather good. This could, we might stumble upon something that's kind of new and different and maybe not what, you know, Hugh had in mind, but even better. I do believe Mr Kellogg invented cornflakes by mistake because they left the oven on overnight. Sometimes the greatest inventions are mistakes. Yet another bit of learning on tonight's Home Time show. Do listen back to tonight's podcast because it's almost like an audible <laughs> audiobook. Either way, we've gone beyond the point of no return. We are going to be toasting Hugh Jackman's The Jackman Toasty with mango chutney next. (laughs) This is The Daily Takeaway. takeaway. Now, I've just popped the chutney open and, wow, that is a strong smell. I mean, I love it. I love it on an Indian meal, but I don't know how this is going. However, a couple of people have been saying here, uh, Ninja Terrier says I put a bit of mango chutney on my cheese on toast. It's God's tear, says Sharon. It's good to know. Uh, uh, Robbie says, yeah. Hugh definitely meant red onion chutney, not what Adam's got. Right, what are you feeling first? Um, cheddar going on or the chutney? 
That's a good point. And you are know? you talking 50 50 balance as I start slicing this up, or are we going like more of one and less of t'other? I reckon maybe, maybe like a, you know, like you would use wallpaper paste and then you'd slap the wallpaper on top, maybe mango chutney and then slap the, the incredibly strong cheddar on top of that. Uh, I know I asked you the question, but I've actually just ignored everything you've said. <laughs> just done it the other way. I'm just putting cheese in at the moment. Um, Can you imagine Hugh Jackman doing this at home in his, in his kitchen? It's exciting, isn't it, that he does the same thing? I'd like to imagine that Hugh does do this. Um, and I can't see any reason why he wouldn't. If you can hear quite a loud noise in the background, that's the sound of Richie trying to cut through uh, quite hard cheddar with a butter knife, which is the only knife we've got in the on this floor <laughs> of the building at the moment. Uh, right, sorry, one more. Um, cool, this is not done very well, but there we go. Right, let's get on to the uh, chutney. Right. Chutney going on. Chutney going on. It really does smell amazing. Uh, <laughs> it looks interesting. Uh, someone here says, we have mango chutney on our cheese on toast and cheese toasties. It's absolutely lush. A lot of love for it. OK. Uh, right. Also, apparently, halloumi, honey, roast ham and red onion and mango chutney in a toasty. Really good. That could be one for the future. Oh, I could I could hear... Um, it's not really about hearing, it's more about taste. That's going to work, halloumi. Yeah, wow. Oh, yes. Right, we're good to go. So the sandwich toaster is on in the other room. Yes. Richie's going to race through and get this thing toasting, and we will give it a taste test next on this show. It's Toasty Tuesday. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We are a uh, fork in the road for producer Adam's career, aren't we? He has got what we consider to be the wrong chutney for Hugh Jackman's toasted sandwich recipe he gave us yesterday on the show. He's gone for mango chutney. This could either be absolutely awful... Or it might be even better and build on what Hugh has created. So the last seven minutes, uh, I've been uh, just at the end of the corridor with the uh, the toasting machine, and I have to tell you, the smells that were coming out of the machine and indeed uh, what are coming off these plates in front of us right now are promising for the mistake he's made. Uh, so let's start with just how it looks. Good golden colouring, obviously a good amount of butter on there. It's toasted well. It's an even toast. Mm. Uh, but let's get our forks in and have a little taste of this. And mango chutney and kind of strong cheddar. Very strong cheddar. Very strong cheddar. Classification. Does it go above six? I don't think it does, does it? A six on that one. Oh, sweet and savoury, yes. Oh, oh, wow. Do you know what it tastes like? Do you knickknacks, the sweet, the crisps? Mm. Oh, sorry, hang on, I'm getting the kick. That tastes like knickknacks, crisps from back in the day when you used to be like, have them when you got back from school. This is really good. This is really good. This is not what Hugh meant. I thought it would be. No, you stay out of this, mate. Hey, if you have a look, if you have a look in now, into the pocket of the toasted sandwich, uh -huh. you can see the congealing that has gone on with the cheddar and the uh, chutney. Yeah, it looks good. It's come out like a nice orange colour. This this might be a, an amazing mistake that leads to a, a whole new um, like niche of toasted sandwiches. If we weren't live on air right now, I'd be going in for a second bite. Well, let's get a song on and get eating. <laughs> Let us know what you think. If you, uh, have a little look on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. We want your thoughts on this. What would you eat? Would you eat a mango uh, chutney and very strong cheddar sandwich? Andy Cooper has tweeted to say, Hey, guys, I listened to Home Time yesterday, and I'm pretty sure Hugh did say mango at one point. No? Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, we, 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 we spoke to him, and we were in the studio with him. We, we're grateful you listened, but he didn't say, he didn't say mango. He said now about mango. This is The Daily Takeaway. I don't mind you eating the egg. I haven't eaten the egg. <laughs> I haven't. I swear, I haven't <laughs> eaten the egg. Is that what's happened? I definitely. I swear to God, I haven't eaten the egg. Because if it is a case of you haven't eaten the egg, and you just need Katie to get out and get another one, then that's fine. 
But I promise you, I mean, I've gone to eat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I've not thought about eating it. I've, I've thought on a, on a nightly basis because we've got no other snacks. But I thought, no, that would be... And, I, and sometimes I think to myself, maybe I shouldn't have just mentioned it to him. I could have had it by now. <laughs> <laughs> as an aside, as another aside, because I've got a devilishly sweet tooth. And and you've often said on this show how you haven't. But, like, oh my, <laughs> I'm whistling as I talk. A little strange noise. I wonder what that was. <laughs> um, you don't like Haribo. But you're oh. tempted by the cream egg. What's going on there? I love chocolate. Chocolate's great. Okay. Uh, anyone who eats sweets, you know, like p- penny chews, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's for children and you need to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I understand that. There you go. You get your egg.